You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. Uh, we are back for one more uh, episode in our fall before a mid-season hiatus next week. Um, and right now it is me and Fairlith Harvey Hello. this week. Um, we had a little technical difficulty recording this week, so Chloe had to go to work, as happens. Um, thankfully, Fairlith was around and watching with us, and uh, so here we are, having some feelings about this big old D&D. Um, <laughs> I jumped right in because I'm still reeling from that episode. Of... Oh, yeah, I <laughs> the Midnight Club was so crazy. I think it was one of the best episodes of Riverdale that there is because it blended the insanity in with the drama so well. Um, and then there's this episode, which is uh... something. Um, before I jump into all the feelings, I'll quickly introduce Farrell Harvey for anyone who doesn't know her, uh, a regular guest on our podcast, my producing partner at Geek Enders, mm. local uh, artist and creator of cool geeky theater. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, how, yeah, that, that, I like that episode. I actually I, like that episode. I enjoyed it, but I, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say it's, it's... Well done. I can't mm. decide if the Shawshank Redemption plot is lazy or a decent homage. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think it, I think it's a little heavy-handed and cheesy. I, I would agree. Um, see, this season that's been my my least favorite plot, and I'm kind oh. of glad we've tied it together. And I'm so bored and, of it. Uh, the the conclusion notes we got this episode to that set. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as they, I think, opened more questions than they actually solved. Um, mm-hmm. I liked this episode as a standalone weird television adventure. Yeah. Like, I thought it was really creatively and well-paced uh, storytelling. Um, it was one of the least Archie episodes of Riverdale. I agree. And again, I following thought. the Midnight Club, I think it was, mm-hmm. it, it just seems weaker to me. But that's just because I'm not interested mm-hmm. in the prison plot line at all. I think it's... Um, They've mm-hmm. really done themselves a disservice with it. But, I mean, I, I like the rest of it. I like Veronica's speakeasy. Mm-hmm. I like, um, you know, Kevin and Moose's plotline, which they've abandoned, which makes me sad. Yep. Which they sort of sloppily teased at this season or leaned into a touch. Yeah. Um, one of one of a number of things that are sort of being subsumed in the storytelling. Um, I liked, uh, obviously, the refocusing on some of our support characters kevin and reggie and where's uh, moose yeah where is he off screen he's been in rotc this whole time just waiting (laughs) where is everyone waiting for kevin to show up elaborate heist elaborate heist the ocean's eleveniness um continued this uh season like this is what episode five holy god how um yeah and we're in like just genre play genre play genre play i've aged 80 years this season (laughs) Uh, yeah. Shall we jump on in, Feralith, and just sort of live this one out? Yeah, I have a lot to say. Excellent. Me too. All right, gang, uh, watch a long time sinking with the Badoom, and go. Badoom. Ah, it's weird doing this without Chloe when I was planning on doing it, Chloe, but I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for Fairleth's existence. I'm ready. I I don't mean to make it sound like I didn't enjoy this. I enjoyed (laughs) it. I don't think it's realistic, by the way, that the River Vixens would have gotten to perform a whole song and dance number for the boys at Juvie. I will agree with that. (laughs) 
I don't think I th- that you can just visit people through the fence at Juvie. I think it's questionable that they we're allowed to get that close, yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, there's a lot of questionable realities this mm-hmm. season. One of the questionable realities is the blue lips thing. Okay, I think it's, <laughs> it would be more realistic if the chalices were fu- filled with red Fresh Aid. Of course, this is a reference um, <laughs> to the Jonestown Massacre. Oh, gosh, Maybe a yes. little bit... Um, uh, tasteless. Maybe they weren't thinking of it that way. A touch heavy-handed. <laughs> but I don't think it makes much sense that the Gargoyle King wants them to drink blue raspberry. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's aesthetic, right? It, it looks, is aesthetic. It looks unnatural, is it what I It looks unnatural, but I, I think get. that it would make more sense for the liquid to be red based on <laughs> D&D-ness. Oh, but we're inverting all the D&D-ness. Uh, G, it's the G&G-ness. Uh, um, I think Griffins and Gargoyles is a good... It's a really clever name, though. It no, you know it's D&D, but they haven't said D&D. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they've created something interesting oh, with yeah. it. I'm into it. This uh, is the kind of stuff I wanted Richard Riverdale to be. I used to watch Archie's Weird Mysteries ravenously. Mm-hmm, Do you mm-hmm. know an interesting fact about Archie's Weird Mysteries? What? The voice of Archie in Archie's Weird Mysteries is Andrew Reynolds, a.k.a. Elder Price, for those Book of Mormon fans. Really? Yeah. Also the original James in um, Pokemon Live. What? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Archie's breaking out of prison and everyone's getting shot. They didn't make it clear the first time through that these were rubber bullets. Oh yeah, um, somebody just, there was blood there. Oh, no, I thought there was. I guess we just saw them get shot, but no blood. Yeah, I mean, I didn't flinch watching the scene the first time thinking, of course, they're just shooting a bunch of teenagers down. Like, that's where we're at. Yeah. In this show and storytelling. It's weird. It's because the the actors are in their 20s. I think KJ yeah. Appa's 21 or 22 now. Yeah. Um, the show treats them like the char- characters are that old. Yeah. They're, they're not just acting like Glee, the, where the, they were like, oh no, we're 16. They are acting like they are older. There's these constant nods to like, wink, and we're in school. Yeah. Um, but they haven't been this season. I yeah, think I, this season in general, I saw especially. Betty in school one time holding a book. Yeah. The school is a setting, but it's not a, it's not a living social setting. Yeah. I think it's too bad. I think it's a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. I would really like to see... I don't mind the drama and everything, but I want to see a teen drama. It's Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they... I think it was probably a very clear choice to untether this season. I'm I'm still on the fence, but, but I'm very interested with what they've created. I think they've done um, really experimental stuff this season. I agree. Um, and really used their success well. You know, we're, we're watching what is much closer to Stranger Things than Riverdale season one. Yeah, but I don't know how they're going to dial it back. Now, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Um, this whole episode, I guess I shouldn't spoil it. No, mm-hmm. you've all watched it already. You're not watching it with a riff track. With yeah. Jeez. Let's um, analyze. <laughs> this whole Archie prison break thing is really bothering me. Mm-hmm. Because I am sure the character will eventually go back to living a normal life with yep. Luke Perry. Which one that doesn't, doesn't do make sense. After breaking um, out of prison. After, after breaking out of prison. I'm pretty sure Juvie is not like this. I mean, <laughs> but aside from the fight club yeah. and everything, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not. Um, but you can't just break out and then go back to your hometown and ever live a normal life. He's in that bunker forever. Mm-hmm. His pe- Like, his dad would not tolerate him going back home. Um, and hiding. Yeah, of course there's a fight club and everything. I get that mm-hmm. within the con- context of the show, but you still can't just bail. Yeah, that doesn't actually void the guilty plea he made in court or the conviction. Yeah. You know, Archie is a convicted murderer and it, I think they've, they've already started dropping the hints here that they're going to try to overturn that fight that. Yeah, which but you, you can't... can't do that when you've escaped from prison because that's another yeah. crime. You're still going to prison for escaping from prison even if you were unlawfully imprisoned. Yeah, 
I understand there's no consequences for characters in this universe, really. <laughs> but I mean, the crime that Archie's been convicted of is very serious. Mm-hmm. I would I would posit that um, there's a little bit of a stakes um, chicken at play here, right? Yeah. Like the show is barreling forward with some stakes um, and and throwing the a very present life or deathiness into this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm worried that there there's a risk of exhausting that. Yeah, well, the thing is, they keep killing off secondary characters that I really liked in the comic books. Mm-hmm. Dilton was always my ideal man. I I am, like, yeah, I'm I'm was sad to see Dilton go without fanfare, um, for such a rich and interesting comic book character. Mm-hmm. Um, now where's Chuck? Yeah, not dead mm-hmm. yet, at least. This look on Hiram Lodge is not. I'm not enjoying it. <sighs> Also, I can't. They live in the same house still. I yeah. find that shocking. <laughs> the the whole death rival thing, while also living under your father's roof. I mean, I believe it less after after this episode than mm. I did before. Yeah. Like they're still they're still wearing gloves at the beginning of this episode to a degree. Um, but again, this is this is one of those weird stakes mismatch. Veronica's a teenager living at home, dealing with this. Yeah. Um. And dealing. A like, teenager could not deal with this. It doesn't matter who they are. Yeah. Like, I re- um, one of the episodes last season uh, where Betty and Veronica were investigating Sheriff Keller, the one mm-hmm. where they discovered that he's having an affair, mm-hmm. um, I thought that was an excellent example of teens dealing with stress and pressure. Mm-hmm. It was messy. They were driven by their curiosity and interest. They had to know. Um, but it was not neat. It was yeah. not clean. And they made big investigative mistakes. Um, and I don't feel like those characters have grown nearly enough since then mm-hmm. in the last four months. I agree. Also, I just realized he's tied up with ropes. Yep. Not That's... like restraints that a psychological patient would have. He's just roped onto that bed. Yep. Physically wrapped. It's, mm. he's not especially well tied. <laughs> mm, well, I mean, his arms are tied. He couldn't get out of that. Yeah. Also, Ugh. my God. Yep. Branding. Just, again, mm. stakes! Thank you for giving us this one moment of Josie processing that, and then, but then never touching on it again. Yeah. What a neat character I'm beat. with Reggie. Yeah. LARP, Reggie. One of our viewers corrected quite accurately. It's not cosplay, it's LARP. Well, I made that mistake last week. <laughs> if, if Reggie knew that, he wouldn't be Reggie. That's true. I think Reggie knows cosplay because Reggie probably knows hentai. Nah. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows cosplay. Is cosplay cool now? It's not cool. It's just a mainstream term. Yeah, I think it's cool. It's not cool. We're pretty cool. We're cool in the way, in the sense that like we're awesome, <laughs> but we're not hep. I don't know. Archie's cosplaying now. Okay, but the game is evil. <laughs> Fair. And I almost like. I had trouble remembering who this dude was. I have no idea who this guy is. One of the random suitors of Veronica's, like, family friend, if I recall, right? What? Not a significant or notable character in any way, shape, or form. Um, Phew, it's lots of table games. Isn't this guy a teenager? You'd think, right? This is the dude with the (laughs) gambling family money. Mm. That's right. He's fellow mafia baby. There is a lot of exposition that... I have a question. This, down. Yeah. this is a completely dry establishment. 
Yep. They only serve mocktails. What is on the shelf behind her? A million iced teas? A million iced teas. A million beautiful aesthetic iced teas on the wall. <laughs> Kombuchas. Um, uh, Sun tea. White teas. I... It's absurd. Green Someone tea variations. Lemon variations. Fruit you know, variations. Tulsi. Sabrina, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina has such careful set deck you'd think this would. <laughs> Chilling, chilling Adventures of Sabrina being sued for their careful set deck for uh, 150 million yeah, right now. Yeah, that's to get publicity, not because it's a real lawsuit. True. I mean, it is a real lawsuit in that they did directly copy a copyrighted statue. Mm. What are religious symbols anyway? Mm. Right, sweet pea with a bow. Good thought. Sure. I like seeing these two, and I like seeing these two. I liked the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, if only these five people felt like they were in focus you know i apologize for almost shooting you <laughs> we heard other groups are doing it it's there's there's a few different oh. <laughs> do you want like, to be the dm sweet pea sorry go on <laughs> there's a few different like percolating films here like this this feels cinematic but very separated. Like I, I could, I feel like you could pull out several synced eighties slasher thriller twenty year old teens <laughs> movies. Yeah. Um, the attempt to you know in, inversely take all of that material and create a working season of television out of that. Yeah. Is is interesting to me. As a like producer head, producer hat choice. Oh, for sure. Um, it's a lot to keep track of, aesthetically. Mm. Oh my gosh! How many more? Li- I should really count how many more lines Sweet Pea and um, uh, Fangs and Is that Fangs. I thought Fangs died. Yeah, Fangs fake died. Oh, he fake died. Of course. Yeah. I've seen every episode of this show. And yet, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I've seen many of them more than once. And yet... I don't know what's happening. A lot is happening. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's... They're throwing a lot of spaghetti at the wall this season. And last season and the season before that. But mostly the second and third season. The first season yeah. was a straightforward murder in small town acts kind of... Which I really liked. Mm-hmm. It's... I You know, I, I... I won't be able to look at this until it's a complete season um, as, as a genre play, as a genre piece. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm, I'm continually intrigued by things that I've never seen in a television show mm-hmm. um, as, as far as um, kind of the density of high-quality, committed, lovingly done genre um, pastiches, these, these like vignettes we're getting episodically. Um, mm-hmm. It feels overfull right now. Um, like looking at looking at season two to here, I thought they did a really good job of introducing every two or three episodes a really nice heavy genre reference. Whereas mm-hmm. now they're going with two or three genres per episode. Yeah, um, it's a lot. Yeah, it's interesting, but it's a lot. I don't, I don't think it can keep up. Yeah, and I'm curious if at some point we're going to start circling back in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think if this winds up being 22 episodes of 40 genres, that might 
end a little incoherently. Like I'm not sure how um, how this season as a as a piece is going to make sense together mm-hmm. yet. You know what I really want is for Betty to go ask Hannibal Lecter down in the basement <laughs> for some advice, and by that I mean Hal Cooper, that who was in Hannibal Lecter's prison cell. That one of the parents who is actually already a proven serial killer, go like one of ask our parents him. might be a serial killer. Yeah, Betty, go ask Hal Cooper <laughs> what the deal is. Matt. <sighs> I also was pleased with this scene. I am only sort of pleased with it because no one cares about this couple very much. Yeah. So it's like, why do we have all this drama about it? Who cares? Mm. And why are you mad about it? It. It's 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 almost like, like I've been waiting to I've been waiting to care, I've been waiting for a season to care about them, or for them to be plot relevant. Maybe maybe the pacing of the show is. Um, leading me to have un- unrealistic expectations about mm. the pacing. It's like I'm happy for them at all, but I think the cliffhanger here is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is he eating? How oh, many everything. carbs? Everything. That's a, so many toasts. It's a grilled cheese. He's a policeman. No, he's not a guy. He's he's been former policeman. Also, Veronica as a blonde is not sli- even slightly believable. No. No, I, I mean, she couldn't do anything else mm. than this. She's Veronica. Look at that dress. <sighs> I'm a 16 year old girl. We breezed right over the scene talking about genre of her talking her way over that. Uh... No, that's no, next that time. Hasn't Sorry. Uh, I'm all over the place today. I don't understand episode. why you need to put a bag on a dude's head to bring him to a swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. So he can't remember the way, I suppose. Yeah. Why does that matter? So, we deal really quickly with Veronica clocking that her boyfriend is a prize fighter. Um, this is another another sort of stakes fatigue that I'm getting from this show. Also, how does she get back here? If she can get back here, why can't he escape? (laughs) Also fair point. Alright, go on. Leave your wig on! (laughs) Yes. Well, they're gonna have some sex, and it'll be... Leave the wig on. You have to, what if you have to sneak away? <laughs> don't... She's got uh, 20 minutes. How do you know? I'll, I go don't know on. Please make your point. Everything about this is terrible. <laughs> um, stakes fatigue. Um, I feel like it... I wanted more here from Veronica clocking. Oh no, my imprisoned, wrongfully imprisoned boyfriend is being used as an illegal prize fighter on an underground um, fight club. I guess to be fair, if his priority is doing um, this, then she's uh, fair. nice to indulge it. <laughs> yes, and I mean, I respect that you got 20 minutes with your girlfriend after a few months in uh, prison. You have priorities. Look at that lingerie. I don't believe they would leave him alone. For 20 minutes, correct. Yeah. Yes, He'd I don't think gone. he has. He'd be in the vents. Sexy times. He'd be in the vents like a rat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nobody's ever broken out. Leopold and Loeb, like, I was. It was an interesting reference when I clocked it a few times, but I, I, I'm having trouble taking it seriously. I... It's like. It falls in the vein of uh, Shankshaw for me. Oh, gosh, when they said Shankshaw. My mm-hmm. American Excess card. Yeah. 
hit or hit or miss cleverness. But this is maybe where the context as well um, matters. I loved American Excess when Veronica's being a bratty teenager. Yeah. I feel like Shankshaw is silly when we're talking about underground fight clubs. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, seeing how this show is adapting itself into into this reality is, is also um, clumsy and creative and interesting. For sure. I still don't believe that Cheryl Blossom would even start playing D&D. Like I was saying to Ryan, like mm-hmm. I buy that d- this Griffins and Gargoyles is addictive and makes you do terrible things. I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. But the people, some, some people in the show start playing it seems very silly to me. Hmm. I'm forgiving of a lot as long as Tony's around. <laughs> I'll accept a lot of um, uh, suspended disbelief of the world of Riverdale when Tony is around. I, I, I will admit that readily. I will believe that Cheryl will do a lot of silly stuff with her gang princess. Yeah, but I don't believe Tony would do it. Tony has changed completely as a character. Well, Tony doesn't have much of a character this season. Tony hasn't done... Yeah, but she she started out with some, like, key character traits, and they're just gone now. She's just Cheryl's girlfriend now. Yeah, that's like, true. She doesn't do anything other than be Cheryl's girlfriend. That's been very true this season. Mm-hmm. She had much more personality as, as a romantic interest of Jughead yep. as they're introducing her. Yep. <sighs> Said with love and hope, they gave us Reggie and Josie and Kevin this episode. And Betty wearing a 90s jumper. Yeah, Betty being Alice Betty is is actually my new favorite version of Lily Reinhardt. Mm. Um, Lily Reinhardt works leather. Uh, she does. I just... I'm picturing Jughead lighting all these candles. <laughs> it takes forever. Um, I'm enjoying this take of Jughead. Oh, me too. This say, is the Jughead yeah. I've been waiting for. Like, this is the Jughead I wanted to date in high school for sure. Goth <laughs> Jughead who also wants... Like, I don't in any universe buy that Jughead is the leader of the Southside Serpents. <laughs> he just started being in the Southside Serpents and now he's the leader of the Southside Serpents and he's not very tough and... He likes burgers. I don't I don't buy it. This is the Jughead I want. Jughead, the urgent dungeon master, is a much more believable face and authority hat for him to wear. Um, yes. Betty's, Betty's the person I've just been asking for uh, mm-hmm. all through last scene. Who, I'm taking who, your bike. Who gets how messed up this all is. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Speaking of messed up... Oh my god. There's there's It's su- not even though. It's very basic. Yep. <laughs> it's Look at all rolls. those breads. It's so many rolls. A little bit of wine cuz what's underage drinking for an He's underage fight 16. club? 16. <laughs> yeah, and you're planning to murder him. This is So like there's... throw yourself out the window. Like I just don't mm-hmm. understand any of this. There's, um, the tone of the warden's character and performance is, is, um, so stark, uh, and, and, um, so, um, he's a ridiculous character. He's being played that way. I, like, I fully believe this actor knows how absurd, like, C-less plot he is and is being. Well, just like our friend, um, who's on the show, maybe I shouldn't mention his name, um, (laughs) keeps showing us the sides of this show and being like, Look at this. Look at it. <laughs> they know. Yeah, they know what they're in. Um, but 
creative team wise, the the tone that this um, warden is being built as composed compared to like all of our other characters, the the really flat cartoon character. Um, I feel like there's something. It it's being played differently, you know. Like it's it's being directed to be a flatter cartoon person. Well, here's why. It's mm-hmm. because they're doing the Shawshank Redemption homage, but the character does not have as much depth as the warden from the Shawshank Redemption, which just makes mm. his villainy seem cartoonish. Um, the warden in the Shawshank mm-hmm. Redemption was um, interesting because he was an incredibly religious person. Mm-hmm. He, um, I know a lot about Stephen King. I know much more about Stephen King than Archie Comics. I know a lot right, about right. Archie Comics. Dig um, in. That, uh, that warden was religious to the point of having a Bible put in every prisoner's cell. Right. Um, he had um, religious quotes in his office and et cetera, et cetera. He was obnoxious about it, but also had a money laundering tax evading scheme mm. going on at the same time. So right, it was a dichotomy. Right, and, um, but his religiousness gave him this righteousness that was interesting. Whereas this dude's righteousness about griffins and gargoyles is just silly. Right. There's it's no reason very for flat. It. There's no reason. Right. We don't, we don't understand or, or recognize any of the fervorance yeah. uh, as either real or reflection of anything real. So he comes off as flat and cartoony. Yep. Mm, that makes a lot of sense, and that that kind of informs a lot of this genre, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe what's flat in it? My my issue is like, I see nothing magical in Griffins and Gargoyles mm. that will be addictive, um, and I'm not convinced that we're gonna get something that explains satisfactorily how addictive it is. Right. I would I would agree there. I don't think there's an aha uh-huh mechanism. I think we're just meant to accept. Mm. This is an entrancing culty game of some sort. Um, wherever they go with the magic story, yeah. Let's also talk about this random kiss for a sec. So, well, it's a Judas kiss. I don't like coding gay characters as evil. I don't like it. Yep. I don't like him doing that. I think it's a very bad idea. Yep. I. It. It feels like even for a show that's deep melodrama. It felt like an ir- irrational aesthetic choice in world mm-hmm. to me, uh, and that that doesn't land quite right um, mm-hmm. in the outer world creation mm-hmm. for all the reasons you stated. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I did like the pacing of the show from here on in. In particular, I was with it from. Oh yeah, I think it's good. The Sandtimer. I've only seen Ocean's Eleven once. Is this a direct thing? No, no. It's it's um, just the heist genre in general. I, I, I referenced as Ocean's Eleven Z earlier. But um, mm-hmm. no, the only thing... Uh, I, I would say Josie's look is a little bit of uh, of a, a heavy heist film, heist film reference. But um, I didn't peg anything direct in this. Yes. Other than the general feel. I also hate this outfit. I like Reggie's Reggie outfit. No, I love oh, black on outfit. black formal. Yes. Veronica's outfit makes her look like a flag at a race car rally. <laughs> oh. I know it's it's houndstooth, but the sequin houndstooth the slit to the thigh I don't like it. I don't think that top suits her either at all. It does not fit her. Mm. And then she talks her way past the bouncer by throwing weight around she doesn't have 
And the warden's daughter doesn't know the password. And she looks nothing like him. <laughs> She's blonde. <sighs> Cheryl rolling the dice. What's your name? That never works. Monica Norton. Just make it up on the go. What if that <sighs> hadn't worked? Yeah. you. It very easily could not have worked. It really shouldn't have worked. But we're in a high sequence now, so of course it worked. This is one of, this one, I, this one I'll, I'll, I'll accept because we're in, we're in chain of events, mm -hmm. storytelling. -wise. She's talking too much for her lie to be believed, though. Agreed. <laughs> I, I did really like this back and forth scene cut. Mm -hmm. No, me too. Yeah. Uh, I have this one flat of soda to take in. <laughs> it's a flat. Uh, virgin drinks. Just let me in the prison, guy. For the people wearing gown gowns, <laughs> evening gowns, floor length evening gowns, and tuxes to the illegal teenage fight club. Why are there this many people that are evil in Riverdale? In the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. It's a pretty. Riverdale's yep. a small town. Well, we have flown over it in a <laughs> helicopter multiple times. <laughs> I guess also, this could be the one fight club in the, the western seaboard. Yeah. This could... Riverdale could be the fight club town and where all the bad people know fight club happens. Because mm -hmm. everything goes crazy in Riverdale. Yeah. So here's Mad Dog. Where has he been? We don't know. He we can't answer because there's no place for him to have been. <laughs> there's no correct answer to that. Where They just... They, where'd they put him? Where's the blood, Archie? Yeah, where is the blood from your stab wound? <sighs> Betty's Betty Betty being the only one who gets how serious this is. <sighs> yeah. Does that break a car? I don't know if it does. I'm not sure what she pulled out, but I trust Betty Cooper in cars one more hose. than way more than me. Yeah. I loved this look on Josie. I can't That's... believe she took the time to do double layer white and black eyeliner with little extra white wings. <laughs> I feel like this situation was too urgent for that. <laughs> Veronica did sweep in and co-opt their heist. Mm. I liked this. Um, like, this was aesthetically pleasing as an action sequence. Um, and as a heist playout. Yeah. Oh, gosh. The uh, smoke bomb strategy. Mm -hmm. I like how Betty can pick a padlock. <laughs> She is talented. Joaquin's just bucking her across. This is so funny. He's so befuddled. Such a jarring scene. Why are you in the woods? What are you? <laughs> you went to San Junipero or whatever it is. <laughs> you got on a bus. Why are you in Juvie and Riverdale? And then he joined a cult too. I joined a different gang. You it's don't... the Gargoyle King's gang. Mm -hmm. They're going to kill us all. Run away, ex-boyfriend. Run away. Wait, what? It's the only gay boy in town. You've got to run after him. <sighs> this is the oh, okay. This was this was a You're not my lot. enemy. They're hugging. This was a lot in 42 minutes this it's episode. It feels very long. Yeah. This episode this feels like an hour and a half film. But with a plot of three hour and a half films, mm -hmm. and we're telling it in the pacing of a premium television story. Mm -hmm. I like how the reason he can't break out with him is he's too buff. 
as we established before, your shoulders with that line Camila Mendez mm-hmm. had to say. I like that her disguise is a serpent's jacket. Yeah. <laughs> that is her incognito. To go hang around near a uh, a prison, basically, Yeah, is a gang outfit. I think it's so absurd, though, again, that she's the serpent queen and Jughead is the leader of the Southside Serpents when they're 16-year-olds and there are adults in the gang. Yep. I, They've I never done anything bad. It's a gang. I completely agree. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's, it's, it's whatever kind of gang we need it to be this episode. Oh, my God. Hi, Daddy. I also liked this because I liked seeing Hiram off-footed. Um, I just... What, what, how is he this evil? <laughs> how is he surprised? And how does he believe he has any power over Veronica in this moment to impact her actions when she has infiltrated his illegal underground fight club child-killing gambling ring? I just... She's already here watching her boyfriend be beat to death after being shanked. She's not going to just stop. That's... You know who wouldn't just stop? The guards when they see smoke bombs slowly (laughs) filling an empty pool with a little bit of smoke. Run down the stairs, there's one entrance. Priority's the rich people, you know? You you gotta help the rich people out. One entrance. (laughs) It is a pool. Just get... There's what? One entrance. Oh my god. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna... He's getting away. Yes, you could go get him. I'm gonna suspend my disbelief for just a moment to appreciate the visuals of this. Um, It looks great. There are politics that I don't have the knowledge to unpack here. There's a lot happening. Um, Where has Mad Dog been? All of that. But I like... Where's he gonna go now? That was a beautiful shot. Yeah. I will give them that. Why did no one follow him in there? Yeah. It wasn't that much smoke. In the actual Shawshank Redemption, somebody mm-hmm. followed him, like, all the way down the tunnel until he couldn't move anymore. Oh, gosh. And then he puked on himself. I mean, this could just be the 42 minutes concession. Is this a direct visual reference? Uh, not direct, direct. Yeah. He comes out into, um, a pond in right. the rain in the Shawshank Redemption because he's being new baptized. Right. the, um, metaphor. Been a few a few years since I've watched that film. I just really like Stephen King. <laughs> uh, Archie, what? And now we're now just in bleeding. a completely different aesthetic again. Mm-hmm. It's fine. We're into the next genre next episode anyway. I, I assume, fine. right? He's so gross. Why? He did just crawl through a sewer. Sw- it's not a sewer. It's from a swimming pool. <laughs> they probably sewer together. Ah! Pipes. Pipes, they go together. Pipes. <laughs> He's right. <sighs> hmm. Again, here, again, the pacing was interesting. We have a chase, mm-hmm. like, rapidly inserted um, into weird television pacing. Um, th- this is r- not at all paced like a and d game. Mm-hmm. But I will say the the excitement of yes the the, the excitement and pacing feels right. Not- well, it fe- how you feel when you're playing D and D and how it would seem from the outside are very different. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't want to watch anybody roll for initiative. Like I'm sorry, no, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> and you couldn't you couldn't do it at this pacing. Also, this whole adventure would take much longer. We're obviously seeing it edited down. Like. <laughs> 
We don't need to see them rolling dice. I mean, I do. No, you in, don't. In, in, like, in my side podcast that I listen to of people playing D&D, yes. Yes, Not in but Riverdale. this is different. <laughs> Not in Riverdale. I accept and appreciate that. The fact that... I mean, I'm not going to... I'm going to stop questioning facts. We're well past facts. But the whole juvie detention center putting the roadblocks thing... It's I'd question juvenile detention center. I'd question it if they weren't already running... Uh, running the gambling ring thing. Yeah. It really bothers me that they don't put Archie in the trunk. <laughs> There's no way they wouldn't put Archie in the trunk. It does seem like a way to hide him in this exact moment. He's right by the trunk. <laughs> Also, like, they're leaving his grime and everything all over the car, which is evidence that you can see by looking in the window. There's no, there's no working legal system in Riverdale. Mm. <laughs> People die and then children solve it. That's how Riverdale does. This is a touch interesting. Um, how the story comes through. I do start asking questions about g g <laughs> as I think the show is wants me to in this last sequence. Mm -hmm. um, I'm so grateful that we've moved on from the prison, hopefully forever, maybe. Because... Yeah, because it's boring. Um, <laughs> you can't mace a guy with, with all the juvenile detention character guys watching, but also he's wearing glasses. I mean... It would still hurt. They're totally rubber bullets. Uh... <laughs> We're just going to have a fight in the woods with rubber bullets and mace. Those are the stakes. That, that makes sense okay. for these stakes, right? No. <laughs> Why did you light those candles at the end of the tunnel anyway? Why did they throw him down? <laughs> just shanked, organ damage, in you go. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I did that once in a D&D &D game, actually. I was trying to drag my wounded party member into a down a ladder. I dropped him. He fell and died. Okay. That's how it played in D&D. &D. This is real life. Yeah, I know. Even in D&D &D, you can't survive that. Yeah. <laughs> he did. <sighs> he got stabbed a very long time ago. Yep. He's very not pale for someone who got very stabbed a long time ago. In a place that, you know, there are a lot of organs down there. Yeah. Also, there's it, no way that man's a redhead. If he punctured... <laughs> no. We know that. It makes me mad. There's so many hot redheads in the world. <laughs> they should have cast a real redhead. Archie's only defining character characteristic that isn't horrible is being a redhead. <laughs> and liking stupid cars. Everything else has pretty much evolved with the broad public perception of masculinity mm -hmm. and social norms. Well, so this is bad. Yeah, that whole fresh burn. Yeah, you should get a... You should treat that. ...another bandage for that guy. <laughs> yes. Don't just put the fabric back on it. So assuming the shanking missed the kidneys, spleen, intestines, and liver, we're... He's fine. <clears throat> Clean the blood off his face. <laughs> you cleaned all the grime off him. Except mm. a little bit of aesthetic blood. It's an important aesthetic. Mm. Veronica believing that she can still do damage control. Yeah, Again, no. stakes! Stakes mismatch. Like, she, I think she overestimates her value to her father. Mm. He did give the portrait back to her. Or he, back to her. He just gave it to her. Mm -hmm. Which I thought meant that she was dead to him. 
Yeah, that was that was an interpretation I was also so I anticipating. Don't understand. Yeah. I I am wondering are we building to a an actual Veronica shock moment or what? Right? Cause, I hope so, because otherwise there are no stakes in this show. Mm-hmm. And it, it does seem we're circling around overarching villain, villain Hiram. Mm-hmm. He's the one constant. Even yeah. going back to season one. I love this. Hermione. Finally. Yep. They just, they let her let it out. I liked how they were, like, teasing her being in charge of the mafia before <laughs> with her meeting Archie. Right. But I'm fine with her just being mad. Yep. And I like how chagrined he is. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's like, what? This... Boundaries? What? Yep. I, what I, husband? I'm just swept up in this. <laughs> I was so excited for her to say more than two Spanish words in a row, though. Yeah. I thought she'd just start speaking rapid Spanish. Mm-hmm. She could slip right into it right now, and it would mm-hmm. feel just right. Yeah. To... I like... <laughs> Looking and looking down, he's like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. He's like, where do you think you're going? Like, he's trying to maintain the last shred of his masculinity, and then she just eviscerates him. Yep. And after four episodes of establishing how not safe in this situation Hermione is, it's really nice to see her just bubble over like that. Actually, she owns him. Yep. And just do the actual fixing work. Mm -hmm. She's the mayor. We also blew past Reggie being punched by his dad. Well, because the show blew past it, right? Yeah, it's true. It's true. I, I don't even know. It feels, it feels like a little sloppy detail to just throw in like that. Third Riverdale. Fair points. Um, big ensemble. Everyone has pathos, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you? This doesn't. I do not buy that. After what Reggie Mantle said earlier in this episode, that he would play this game now. Fair points. Fair points. Um, my only, the only shining silver of this could be that these three characters might get more screen time as we now figure out what they deal with. Where's Moose? Where's Moose indeed? I mean, we don't have Midge or Dilton anymore, but we have Moose and Chuck. (laughs) Also, we want you to stay indoors because Archie Andrews is on the loose. Come on. (laughs) He's loose. (sighs) He's a menace. And back to what I think is going to be the overarching plot. What it seems to be the only the only thing that's in each episode is this aesthetic, right? Mm-hmm. I just all these candles. It's a lot of candles. Yeah. They could just bring a lantern. They could. Like a lamp. Yeah. <laughs> the aesthetic. I mean, they probably burn through all of those candles every single game. That's the thing. Where? Come on. <laughs> He's, he's fine. He's fine. He doesn't need sleep. And that's why Jughead's eyes are always closed in the comics. Hmm. He's sleeping. <laughs> so, Betty. Betty is the only one here who is reacting with the seriousness of any of this. Even Archie is, like, a little too rolling with yeah. the prison break realities. And Jughead is like, I have a bad feeling your trials are only just below beginning i'm like yes you just broke out of juvie <laughs> you, you just, live in a bunker you go there's to no jail lights. after that there's only candles oh yeah this okay mm-hmm. kill the red paladin mission where do you get a cyanide pill in this day and age google probably 
I don't think you do. I think you have to go on the dark web. It could just be from Hiram Lodge. He has all sorts of drugs. Well, he had to go on the dark web then. Someone did. <laughs> Why did the warden kill himself, huh? That's the question. When he killed himself the same way as all of these other weird G&G suicides, that's the question. Is why did he kill himself specifically and separately? Because he failed at his quest and now he can't succeed at it. Hmm. Right, but like there's so many obvious answers to that. In a question and and a theme in a season where we're we're dealing with these obvious suicides. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, this is actually very graphic. I don't care for it at all. Yep, I'm just grateful that it is the end of this entire genre subplot. Yeah. I... Yeah, that is quite explicit. Yeah, I suicide, I'm not actually. looking at it. It reminds me of the um, Tale of the Ghastly Grinner from Are You Afraid of the Dark, though? Mm. Where they drooled blue jello. Right. It was gross. Blue jello or something like that. It was very viscous. Oh, Are You Afraid of the Dark has a whole different horror thing. Let's watch that. Childhood horror. So good. It was much scarier than Goosebumps. It was scary. Agreed. I, I, like, small me couldn't watch it. Small me got nervous at Goosebumps. High school me went back and rewatched. Mm-hmm. And Jugheads. Also, these guys that look like the guys from the village. They the scary do. guys that were just fake costumes. They really Is do. Is he bowing to him? I think he's curtsying, <laughs> in fact, is what that movement looked like to me. I don't like it. I, it was just some dude in a homemade costume. So here we are, um, to the end of Sh- of Shankshaw. Well, that was wasn't. Yeah, it was Leopold and Lowe. Le- what Shankshaw is the big Shankshaw's... prison for grown-ups. Yeah, yeah, he sure it is. <laughs> um, so we've got a hiatus next week, which is I think is is right and proper. I think um, so. Processing that. I need a break. Noise. Um, there's a lot of really pristine television making happening in this show um like resources creative design wise cinematography wise and i I love what they're experimenting i love that they're experimenting Mm -hmm. um and i want to embrace the deep deep ridiculous failures for being interesting experiments yeah alongside the things i'm i am liking there's too much in that episode we could wait to hear about um the keller wedding until later yeah (laughs) Ensemble plot pacing issues. Yeah, that's my main thing. thing. It was just a lot. Mm-hmm. And as, I, I think it was enjoyable. Yeah, it was. It was very entertaining. Um, thinking about the um, the care, like the character development, is what's falling off the rails this season. Oh yeah, and it's always been off the rails. Like, I'm sorry. I is is Archie gonna play football or play music? Cause I don't know. No, he's gonna play prison. No. Now he's. <laughs> I was invested in his musical career. His, <laughs> his dad soundproofed the garage. Don't worry, I'm sure the mayor will put him on stage again someday soon oh when there's an God. emotional note to be hit. He'll sing "It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World" <laughs> again. <laughs> I might be asking for too much consistency for this type of spectacle entertainment. Yeah. It it might be uh, off the rails far past what can ever be dialed in and I mean they're they're committing to that at least. That's true. <laughs> so 
So, um, I guess we'll be back next week with me and Chloe with some processing thoughts. Um, I can't wait to get Chloe's thoughts in this episode. Thank you so much for, uh, pinch hitting Feralith. Yes, I will still be processing next week, so. Um, I'm me. delighted by the extra Stephen King, uh, context. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, for context, Feralith has, uh, staged entire Stephen King burlesque tributes. Um, oh, yeah, I've been reading Stephen King since I shouldn't have been. And I think <laughs> the reason that the Shawshank parallel isn't successful mm-hmm. is because it is not thoughtful enough. Right. Um, it is direct in the wrong ways. Mm. Um, like, you know, him coming out of the pipe into a pond in the rain is thematically important. Mm-hmm. Archie coming out of some pipe and getting a jacket thrown on his face right. is fine. Right. There's some sort of sloppy visual reference that isn't isn't um, tying to any of the any of the motifs, any of the underlying emotions. Yeah. Just taking tropes. Exactly. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of the genre of play this season m- might be suffering from that same thing. I think so. Try to build big, 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 big. But we will see. Uh, as usual, gang, uh, Riverdale podcast, a Riverdale gang podcast, and Riverdale the show, uh, recorded and filmed on the unceded territories of the, uh, Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish nations. Uh, super special thanks to Thunderquack, Patreon, and, uh, all y'all gang for hanging out with us. Uh, and Fairlith, of course. <laughs> uh, so, we'll talk to you again once our head starts. Stop spinning. Goodbye, remember me. Bye for now, gang. <laughs>